the liquor room. See, there's a whole lot of thoughts when I step up in the stew and approach this mic. It really sounds different when you're lying. Yes, people, Football from the Bleachers is on Twitter. Follow us at FFTB3 underscore and get all the interactions that we have online and all the latest news from all the leagues around the world. Also, send us your questions and we're happy to get back to you. Yes, people, we're back. Football from the Bleachers. We are near the end. The final week and a half of games, man. Match day 36 for a lot of teams. Match day 37 for other teams. Match day 35 for a few teams. It's crazy right now. Some people are behind. Some people are ahead. There's some games in the week coming up. And then there's final, final Sunday showdown at both ends of the tables, it looks like, man. But before we talk about that, let's get the co-host of the Mohos. We've got Shaq in the building again today. What you say, my bro? Same old, bro. Dale. Dale. Happy that Same United much. didn't play this week. Yeah, I didn't even realise, bro. I didn't <laughs> even realise. You know the way that it's just... I'm just flowing through the days, bro. Is what it is. Waiting for the new season. Something like that. My end of the season was at probably end of March. I was done. Fair. If you're asking me, probably end of September, G. You know the way that, bro. <laughs> Early the better, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, my, my thing was done from model. Okay. No, man, I hate you. But um, <clears throat> let's let's talk about you know what's happened this week gone because there were some games. Um, the biggest game of the week for me personally, North London derby. <laughs> Your general thoughts about how you thought it would sway before we actually talk about what did happen. How did you think it would sway? You know what, like I spoke to a few Arsenal fans, yeah, and considering they had what there was, they had four points, wasn't it? Mm. And I was talking to them and. Most of the majority of them, including my brother Sean, like, were nervous. I'm thinking, well, like, obviously, yeah, we say anyone can lose, but if you handle your business at the carpet, they're lost. No, they're away, though, isn't it? Yeah, they were away. The but if you handle your business, like, we've spoke about it before with that Liverpool and City, like, points on the board, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That's true. I think yeah, I think even like with United and Arsenal, when United had a hope of getting into the top four, it was like your points on the board and all of this stuff. Like if you've got enough points on the board, if you lose a game, you're still one point ahead. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I get it why they were nervous as well to an extent, but my general feeling was raw. If you just handle your business, if you're confident in handling your business, then you go through no matter what. So yeah, the nervousness kind of confirmed that the unconfidence in the team. <clears throat> Probably some people have it in Arteta. I think that's what it should be. But, but yeah, it was kind of. I've kind of thought that Tottenham would win. I wanted a Tottenham win. Let's have it right. Let's have it right. The blood of my enemies. <laughs> you, get you get me. But um, yeah, a lot of people suffer PTSD though in terms of like Arsenal always getting into a good position and then flopping. So everyone has that in the back of their mind in terms of like, I can't remember what the closest season was where they had a chance a long time ago. 
of making top four or was it winning the league, challenging for the title? I can't remember what season it was. That's what, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know where this, where's, where's it come from, bro. Because when they ever, <laughs> when it was winger, they was getting into top four, like regardless of you, even if it was last day or whatever, they were getting into it for the most part. Where's the PTSD? What the one year they lost it by one point? I can't remember what the season was. I swear they came fifth, and I don't know how that season panned out. But mm. I don't know where this PTSD of not getting there is. Like, it's like Arsenal just do Arsenal things, though, right? In terms of they'll get into a good position and then sight will fuck up. For example, what did happen? A, an opportunity like that, or someone misses their chances, and then an own goal goes in. Like, so there was a lot because I, I said. Same with you. I had spoke to a few Arsenal fans and they're like, I'm not sure. Like, I want to win. Oh, they but... were all nervous. Bro. Yeah, they wanted to win, but they wasn't too sure. Because I was just like, yo, if that same Son and Kane factor is on top form, it's going to be a long day for your CBs. That's the thing. And... My thing is, is yo, if your guys are firing, that Tottenham back line ain't great. Mm, yeah, that's what I People so that's are why I, leaky as well, both lines. Yeah, literally for me, I saw it as all right, cool, as you said, yeah, Tottenham have Kane and Son, but their back line ain't nothing to be desired. Let's have, like you get me. Mm-hmm. So obviously they they they, they, they kind of shut down Liverpool, but that's more kind of like a stylistic way of playing, like not stylistic, but Liverpool ain't the most creative team and all of these things, you get me? So I'm not really surprised at that, but I'm sure I thought Arsenal could have got a few notes out of that, out of that team, out of yeah. that uh, back line for me. Yeah, they were just nervous. I don't I don't know why. It was, it, was, it was funny. It was funny to chat to them. Like just hearing them, yo, don't don't message me or call me between the hours of... Do you get me like moving mad or tomorrow I might not be... It's like, yo, you lot are moving... Y'all are nervous. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, <laughs> let's get to the game part of it then. Um, it started up quite heated, didn't it? I mean, there's a lot of argy-bargies and some strong tackles. They wanted to make it a spectacle, it seemed. Um, but unfortunately, you know, it was the, the wrong side of certain teams that managed to, to get one over. And when I say wrong side, it's like Conte, he's got that street smart vibe about him. And I felt watching the game that, yeah, Tottenham are here to rattle a few players early. And you could see in the types of tackles they were making, little things off the ball in terms of like shrugging them off with their shoulders or elbowing man. And you could just see like Kane weren't there to ramp. Son weren't there to ramp. I've never really seen Son throw elbows or nothing like that. He's generally a nice type of player. But Thursday night, I saw a different side to a few of those Tottenham players where he's probably gone, gone out and told them, maybe I'm wrong, you know. Be a bit street smart, you know. Early doors, you're at home, rattle them, and and you know, control the game from there. And I thought it worked quite perfect because you know there was a sending off from from Rob Holding, two yellows in the space of six minutes. First foul for me, quite soft. Um, would I have given the penalty? No. But then again, if you got your hands out and you're pushing someone, you're asking for trouble. No, he never gave away the pen. He never gave away. No, not, not Rob Holden. I just I skipped to Cedric. I'm going to say, in general, like, would I have given that pen? Mm, don't know. It's a bit soft, but again, as you say, if your hands are out... Yeah, he just didn't trouble. do it. He just didn't disguise it well enough. Because man, mm. see, their man do that shit. Yeah. Maybe back post kind of just mess up a man's jumping. Mm, like, mm. But he just kind of maybe a bit too much... He didn't time it, and there was maybe a bit too much force, and you get me? 
And this is what I've, I mean about the whole being street smart. There wasn't a much thought process behind certain players doing certain things in you know areas of the areas of the pitch. Talk talk to me about Rob Holding. We had a good conversation with him about him off air. Both de- yeah, deserved man. yellows for you. Yeah, that is yeah one of the most stupid like double bookings that you see. Bro. Obviously, man have done it a bit quicker and that, but even from the first one, as you said, like it was going to be a, a a fiery game in it, but this guy he's not a young defender as well. Like he's a big man still. Do you get me? Maybe not in games played because he ain't been playing that off that long. I mean that often and that on the bench and all this shit. But age wise and that, you bruv, you should know better. Like from when you get into the first little thing, which you didn't get booked for with Son. Mm-hmm. If you do get booked, then you gotta just chill the whole game. And if you get booked, it's what more than I mean. If you get sent off, it's more of a case of. You have to you have to get sent off in like last man kind of thing, save yeah. the goal or whatever, yeah. or or Son's just done the street smart thing and just basically got you sent off. But even then, it'll be kind of your fault as well if he did if he if it was the Son tricking him. But that last one, that's stupidity, bro. That I don't even think the ball was like near Son or holding, bro. No, gave man up, gave him an opportunity. Son probably played it up. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to think where if, if Arteta told him you'll get close to Son and that I wouldn't be surprised, but there's a way of doing it, bro. You gotta be gotta be smart when you're defending, bro. You can't do that shit. I don't think you should play for Arsenal again, bro, to be honest. A lot of people were saying that as well. I'm not gonna lie to you, a lot of people were saying that you shouldn't be playing. He, he's never he's probably he's never he, yeah, he's never been good enough in my eyes. But when you do some stuff like that, because after that it was there was one. There was only going to be one winner in that in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So to do something that stupid in such such big of a game, because even if they didn't lose it, if they drew the game, there would still be a decent result. Yeah, exactly. That's but what they're saying. Give all, all the impetus, and if if you lost eleven against eleven, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But thirty three minutes in, you give them that that type of advantage, bro. It's, it's stupid, bro. You shouldn't mm-hmm. play against them. I swear, my man. Hmm. Didn't Pepe get sent off and he he let down the team? But then that's what Arteta said. And then fucking Holding gets sent off and he managed chatting about he's so proud of him. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah, you know, smells of uh, you know racism. <laughs> you know, mm, mm. Uh, yeah. you know, you know them. You know them Spanish youth. They are funny like that. Anyway, 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 anyway. Let's, let's talk about the, the goals though. Um uh, I, I would say I enjoyed Son's goal. Um because that was just typical Tottenham full flow. Um what do you think about Kane's, you know, back in the Ghana goals, getting his confidence up? What do you think about that? If he was playing like this all season, you'll be in the shout for PFA. Oh, big claim there. Mm. How would you say that? Because he's playing well. But for half of the season, he chucked it in. Mm. He mailed it in for half of the season. So who would be in your who would be in your running room? Because I, 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 I know we're gonna do that. I later signed on. the I, I signed the death row contract with, with Levy, but I wanna go sit there. Cut bro. Man, well, it's, it that's in, bro. that's closed yeah. off now, isn't it? But we'll talk about yeah, that in yeah, a minute. Pretty much. What um but yeah, what who, you, who do you who do you my running? 
Yeah. It's mad because you know what? I won't lie. I don't think one player has been great from August to May. Mm. Which is understandable, obviously. But I mean, like, I'm talking, I feel like players have been well for maybe three or four months. Mm. No one's had like a six month, seven month, set August. To, do you know what I'm saying? Jared Bowen? A, a good. Nah, I don't think so. He's been good, but I don't think so. But he's been he's been good. I think he's he's an outside shot. I won't lie. Mm. He's an outside shot. I won't lie. But yeah, I feel for me. I, hold on, you're asking me for one, or you're saying who's nah, like who do you think would be like? You, I know you said you multiple. You could pick. You could tell me a couple. Like you know, I know we're probably gonna do a whole show on it. I'll say I'll say nominees. I'll say. Uh, I, I, I put Mo in there. I think yeah. he's been shit since since Cup of Nations. Mm. Like he's been obviously, yeah, he's been shit. I won't lie, he's been shit since Cup of Nations. Uh, have to talk about. We'll talk about this you later, but uh, probably carrot top at City. Mm. He's another one. He ain't been. He's not had consistency. Uh, I'd probably say Bernardo. Yeah, yeah, that was in my head as well. Yeah, Bernardo. Uh, I want to slide in Cancelo, but, uh, but this is this is what I'm saying. I don't think no one's been consistently good, bro. I feel like man's been good for two or three months and then they've just kind of gone under the radar. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. No one's been consistent. Bang at it, bang at it. Um, for some people would probably try and put Rüdiger in there. Slightly. What? But, was, yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah, he ain't been... Up there, up there. Not, not even that, bro. But, bro, how good, how, bro, how good has man really been? He was on the pitch when Bentford slapped four against him. What are you saying? Savage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's stop that. Let's stop that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I got to think of it. I was on the spot, but yeah, of course yeah, we're gonna have a whole show on, on that, um, with, with a few different people on. That have an opinion on who's been good this season. So yeah, looking forward to that. Um yeah, let's go back to the action. Um Ramsdale. Anything he could have done for any of those those goals, apart from the penalty, maybe. Mm. I remember the second. Rose Bowls came second. Um, from my correct knowledge, it was not it wasn't two pens, it was a good finish. But I think there's one he got his hand to. Or beat near post. Can't remember. Near post. I won't lie, he has that. He's got weak wrist. He's had mm. that since he was at since he was at Sheffield United. Yeah, he's and, been stuck and, and 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 Bournemouth as well. A lot of goals have really kind of gone over his head or through him, and that he, he is sus to that. I don't think Arsenal fans can deny that as well. Mm. I mean, there's a good there's a good assist from Benton Corder for the second one. That was it. Benton Corder set him up. Um, he, he's been quite a little revelation for them. If I'm being honest. Um, in that midfield, he's been. I think he's been a bit underwhelming. I won't lie, but that's, yeah. that's what that's what. Yeah, but I don't think he's that type of player. I feel like mm. I think Juve had a stockpile of those type of midfielders. Mm. I know, Rab, I know you like Rabiot, but I think yeah. he, Rabiot was another one of them. Artur, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think they had a few underwhelming, like decent, but nothing. Not, mm. not. They don't have that main man syndrome of the midfield. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They're ones that kind of fade when things are. I wouldn't say things are getting tough, but 
you kind of fade and you need someone else, like another main creator, main guy to kind of take over games. But they'll 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 do the basics really well and all of that shit. But not not no star quality shit. But yeah, he played well. Don't get twisted. Mm. Now the second second one was from a little flick on their post. You know they crossed it in from a corner and then they flicked it back post. And oh yeah, Kane, Kane got, obviously got, caught uh, and kept you asleep. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, everyone just heard you play that back in. Let's see. No, that was inside. That's not. Oh, oh, oh! I've already watched the goal just now. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, probably the second goal. Maybe he can done a bit more. I mean, the third goal can probably done a bit more. But yeah, he's got that about him. Obviously, your keeper. So you can talk about it maybe a bit more. But... No, he's got. Yeah, for me, Ramsdale's probably up there with. You know, being the next England number one and all that good stuff, but um, yeah, he does have that element to his game where his his wrist can be a bit feeble. You know, doesn't get enough on it. It might be the fact that he the way he doesn't shift his body weight. I don't know. It might be just a small technical error thing. I don't know. Um, when he dives, maybe he's just going with his hands and his body's not really following it through to get the most most momentum behind it. It's just little key things that maybe it could adjust. I don't know. Uh, it's a weird one. Um. But in terms of like the North London derby, that puts you know City in a good position, doesn't it? Mm, City, why do I always do that? Spurs in a good position. What do you yeah, think is going to happen on Monday night? <laughs> Newcastle last. Yeah, we That's the thing because obviously Tottenham won today. One nil. Burnley. They're fourth as it stands. So. Burnley played played well. I'm not going to take that away from them. I know. I know. Didn't, not many people watched the game, but even though it was one nil. The reason why it was just 1-0 because Burnley actually defended quite well. Mm. Uh, probably harsh on them to get the pen, but it's a pen. And it is I heard, I didn't, I didn't see the incident. I saw the penalty, but I didn't see the... It's a bit uh, harsh, if I'm being honest, but it's a pen at the end of the day. Um, and I, I think Conte someone else would have given it. Arguing about. I, saw the, yeah. I saw the benches arguing about Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you can't argue, man. Slyly, <laughs> yeah, you can't argue. Slyly, it's a pen, um, and I think anyone else would have given that, you know, because anywhere else on the pitch is a foul. I get that silly rule of yeah, not everything in the box is a foul compared to outside. But it was a foul, and deservedly so. Um, gave. A I pen. think Arsenal. I think Arsenal just got to handle their business, bro. Mm. In their games, isn't it? One of those ones. Beat in front of you. Newcastle away though Monday night where the St James's part's going to be bouncing. This is going to be yeah, of course, course. But hey, here's the thing, bro. Obviously, I can talk about obviously handling your business, points on the board. But man, man can't forget, bro. Man beat Chelsea and United, but the three games before that, you should have done what you had to do, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So the thing is, a lot of these games and. Obviously, it comes down to the last day and all of that or whatever, but that's so that's the thing with me, with United when we was talking and did it the duh. I was fed up because it's like, yeah, we're here now, but bro, if we'd done what we was meant to do in prior games, we wouldn't be here. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? The conversation would be different. So mm-hmm. if they don't make it through by whatever, if they lose tomorrow, it won't be because of tomorrow why they've not why they've lost Champions League. You get me? Yeah, before that, it'll be, multiple it'll games be, prior. It'll be those three games that they lost. Who is it they played? They played Brighton, Southampton, and someone at Crystal Palace, isn't it? Yeah. 
Mm. It'll be those three games where they drop points, lost all three, and look nasty. That will be their downfall. It won't be the Tottenham game. Well, it might be the Tottenham game and this game, but the games back to back, all of these good points together. If you had played better, if you had done certain things better, XYZ, certain things didn't happen that they could have um, stopped, mm. they wouldn't be there. That the bizarre things people questioned him tactically when he put Xhaka left back and decided to leave Tavares out, even though Tavares had a shocker. Not no, but shit like that to me, that's a poor, that's poor management to me mm. because you've got Xhaka playing at a decent level. Yeah, he put in a decent run of form. Mm. Of course, part is injured and Tierney's injured, but then why are you going to move your only? I'm going to say only centre mid because. In yeah, terms Sammy, of, Sammy's um, not Sammy level, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not levels, but you're gonna move, and then yeah, this is what I want to talk about, bro. Because with uh, with Sean, because man, he's getting praised for certain things, but he's just for me, he's stumbling across these, bro. So mm. playing in Ketia now, and that whole and El Nenny thing, bro. Yeah, because why El Nenny should have played that game when Jack was gone. Play El Nenny and Jack in the middle, and play Nuno left back, bro. To me, it's simple. But you want to play, change play who's available. Yeah. And then you want to change up the whole aspect of the squad. Like your midfield was looking good with Partey and Jacker. You just all you do is just put Jacker with someone else. Yeah. Even if it was even if it was Jacker and Sambi, bro. At least you got, do you know what I'm saying? At least you got one of the strong ones there. Like, mm. show me. Then he then he what did he do? He played he played Jacker Sambi, Jacker left back, and he played Zab, uh Sambi. He played older uh, guard a bit older deep. Older guard and someone else. Smith Rowe? Like, what were you? I'm not too sure. It might be Smith Rowe, but I'm not too sure. Mm. Against Brighton, that yeah. you know are gonna are gonna try bot ball and all of these things. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you, I think you went with two eights. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. what you done. I don't know the personnel, but yeah, you done that. Crazy. They're in trouble in a way because I don't think. Yeah, you like think, you think you think tomorrow Joe Linton, aka Kaka, region has got something cooking for him. <laughs> I think Sam huh? Maxman, even though he's been a bit stop start, he has something cooking too. I mean, it's it's gonna be important because they've got no holding, which I'm not saying is a big loss, but and I think Gabriel came off injured, if I'm correct as well, from remember watching it. Um yeah. so it's touch and go for him. He might miss the last two games. So Who's Gabriel's fine, but he, he was mailing it in. Uh, who's who's the, the star two CBs to start? Like it's crazy. Like they're running out of CBs, man. Um, Obviously, Ben White was on the bench, but Ben was talking about they don't want to risk it and all of that shit. So for me, I'm saying, how fit is he really? Yeah, if he can't get on the pitch, yeah. Because mm. uh, if he was, you know, sometimes they do that, but as soon as a red card or injury happens, man, come on. But yeah. man got a red card and. 30 something minute and you weren't ready to risk it mm. fair enough but it's like okay so how fit is he going to be by tomorrow because that was that's Thursday true. that's true so when he has to play tomorrow because I, I assume put it this way if Gabriel didn't come off and hold in uh, stay on the pitch for the full 90 maybe Ben White wouldn't play on tomorrow maybe mm. I don't know good point you know, point. you know what I'm saying yeah. if he couldn't even touch pitch because you're saying it raw you don't want to risk it, so you're saying, well, if, if you, even if he was to get the what, uh, 65 minutes on uh, or 60 minutes on Thursday, mm. 
it's that you know what I'm saying an hour would be too much for him maybe yeah, he's probably not he might not even be fit enough for him. Well, the predicted he, lineup going to be Tommy and him, innit? Tommy and Ben. He's going to have to play. Yeah. yeah. Have to play. Yeah, he's going to have to play. No, Gabriel's fine, though. He mailed it in. All well, them fans were shouting at, at his hairline. He, 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 <laughs> it in. He, he wanted off. He wanted off. He's, he'll be fine. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think Sam Maximum, Joe Linton, Bruno has been a, a revelation for them, hasn't he? Bruno Gimeos. Gimeos, sorry. It's been a revelation for them, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I, if if he scores tomorrow, that would be seen. Them ask you know, ask they're salty. See if you don't pick their club and you go somewhere else, <laughs> yeah. bro. I see, I see man trying to dunk on Vlahovic, man were hating on Bruno, but they're going quiet because they're seeing that he's a baller, yeah. That, yeah. You see, when he wasn't starting on that, man were talking spicy, you weren't starting also, now, he's hooping and he's starting, they're not saying niche. So if he scores tomorrow, ooh, it's gonna be Pete. Yeah, they'll have to hide the hide the face and shame a lot of them. But yeah, you know, as I said, you know, how it is with fans. Um, any any fan just Salt Salt City. Yeah. yeah um, let's let's talk about the one of the better games of the weekend. Um, West Ham Man City top top two race. I mean, it's cemented. I think who's gonna get top two in terms of like it's either gonna be City or Liverpool, but um. Man said, you think, brother. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's been like that from like March, bro. Mathematically, at least, bro. So, like, um, Tottenham, of course, drawing with Liverpool. A lot of people said, oh, City's the league to win now. Duh, duh, duh. But as we saw, you know, could we, could we say the champions elect? Or was that too soon? We did say that like three months ago, but can we still say that? Champions elect? City? No, but champion elect just means that they're favourites to win it, isn't it? So, like, City... Obviously, obviously it's still tight, but... Mm. City, you know, turned up to London Stadium uh, first half, didn't really get it going, and um, got stunned, man. Uh, they were 2-0 down before they even knew it. And um, hats off to Jared Bowen, man, because the, those two runs he made were identical to him getting those two opportunities to score. And it was in between, you know, the left back Zinchenko and the left centre back, which was Laporte. Um, obviously, I said earlier he should be in a shout for PFA. Uh, he might not because obviously he's had a few injuries. But you know, how well do you take those two chances, Shep? Yeah, he took them well, and I messaged the group and I said, "Yo, I can't." Yeah, he's he. I don't want to make the chance that he should go, but he definitely needs to be in that conversation to go World Cup. Yeah, I agree. Or next England squad or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? He should be around that conversation still because if you're talking English wingers, he's playing better than him. Do you know what I mean? Very true. So, yeah, and those both goals, for me, I've got to credit um, how it looked anyway. I got a credit, uh, give a little credit to David Moyes still. Mm. I feel like he targeted that. That's his game plan. Because you know his game plan is always going to, not say necessarily counter, not have the most beautiful counter attacks, but it's always a case of hold up we have and sprint. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. when we get the ball, play direct and look forward. And I feel like he, I don't know, could have been on the pitch to play himself, but I feel like it was a tactic in terms of, especially Antonio and um, and Bowen, 
when maybe like the midfield or the more creative players have the ball, mm-hmm. made that running behind. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think both goals were literally examples of that. I think the first one, I don't know who it was, Lanzini or Fornals. I don't even think man, man takes a touch. He just fires it forward. straight and behind. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that's literally, obviously the player synergy, but that's coaching. In terms, mm. You know what I'm saying? That's managerial stressing, yo. Because obviously, City are like Liverpool, they play the high line and all that. Yeah. And I think maybe, and targeting that they know Zinchenko's not the best defensively and all that. Because obviously, Walker's out in it, so Cancelo's going to play and Zinchenko's going to play. And as well, obviously, no Diaz. So, uh, I'm going to target that. That Dino was getting bullied, not going to lie. Yeah, he was man. getting bullied. And that's, it, was, it, was a, it, was a, um, it was a shame that, you know, he had to go out like that, but they literally had to put someone there. Because I don't, is Ake not fit as well? Because I couldn't remember why he didn't start. But it just, yeah, that was the, obviously, as you said, game plan wise, another area for them to target. And they did it well at times. From when Vinicius done him the other day, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when he, at, the, at the Etihad. Yeah. The man dubbed, when man dubs him on the halfway line. Yeah, um, run through his yeah, legs. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't catch up. With him. <laughs> he's finito. Because you know what it is? Because I can't lie, like, obviously, he's an old man now and that, but. I was still seeing like, oh shit, this guy looked like he can go off the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he still yeah. Composed, he was look, still looking adequate at this level. But you know, sometimes it just happens. Like you're looking good, especially age wise. Yeah, you're looking good, you're looking comfortable, and then it just takes one opponent or one game to just cook, man. And mm. like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that was his moment. I remember. I never forget Gary Neville's at West Brom. It's like <laughs> ten years. Do you know what I'm saying? You remember yeah. that game? I can't that one time, was, like, yeah. That's the good thing you're leaving he, in the summer, basically. He was getting caught. He didn't even leave in the summer, bro. I think like a couple of weeks after, bro, man announced his retirement mid-season, bro. He that was that it. reality check. Reality check. Also. Yeah, bro. You so know what? Thinking, yeah, I'm not with the big boys anymore. Yeah. Especially that first half, he was looking shaky, bro. <laughs> he was looking shaky, bro. And it's like you look at you look at your most experienced man to kind of guide you through the game, but he was yeah. all over the gaff. And that's what I'm saying. That, like the influence of Diaz, I don't think I don't think. Well, I think he's good in it, but I think maybe his ability is a bit overstated. But I think definitely the influence mm. that he has on that back line, I don't think can be overstated. So mm. he's definitely the leader of that back line, and when he's not there, vulnerable. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just don't think people. Laporte's as effective, is he, in terms of like his commanding? No, no, no. Because like it, there's a bait chance where he thought Edison was at a certain place in the goal and he passed it and Edison's hey, flying Edison, out. Edison's another shaky warrior as well, bro. I know you try to rate him over more than Edison, but you're... It's crazy. weird one over the recent times, though, like over the last nah, how many nah, games? Bro. I'm just like, yo, you're doing some weird stuff, my nah. friend. But that's the thing. He's always got that in him, bro. When you deep it and that, like, he does these... Not even wild things, but he's not the most goalkeeper of it, if that makes mm. sense. Not goalkeeper of it, but if we're talking goalkeeping-wise, he has more flaws in his game than Alisson. Trust mm. me, Alisson's a much better keeper. Obviously, Edison just looks wavy because he's he's basically a fucking Perlo goalkeeper. Mm. Yeah, but Alisson, if you're talking goalkeeper-wise, Alisson's a more solid goalkeeper. Yeah. I've said that a lot in the past where he's he's looks more of a keeper. People say, why do you say that? I'm like, because... His handling, his certain things is more assured. 
Yeah, yeah, but you rate Edison, don't do that. You rate Edison. I do rate Edison because the modern well, day Alison. keeper is with your feet. And Alison, I don't think, is as equipped with his feet. Yeah, you could get better. But... How about how about saving some shots, brother? Yeah, that's that is true. That's but, all that's your job. But the thing is, because he's never had to face certain types of shots. So Edison more like, you know, I want to play on the front foot. So you're more of like a sweeper keeper. Whereas I would say Alison is more of a goalkeeper, defender. But this is my thing. This man needs to stop getting trying to what's the word? I don't know, it's some fancy word in it, but trying to blend up the two, bro. Man mm. done it with the whole Kane thing and Firmino thing. Man are trying to change up the roles of certain players where it's like, bro, you're a goalkeeper. Say stop the ball from going in the net. <laughs> yeah, you look good. <laughs> it's the bro, big facts to you. Yeah, you can obviously the game's evolved and you're expected as a keeper to bring it. Not bring it out, but distribute from the mm. back. And I, I hear that. But your bread and butter is to stop the ball from getting in the back of the net. Yeah. Same way your bread and butter as a number nine is to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, it's fancy. You can bring men in play and drop deep and put... That's fancy. Cool. I get it. But put the ball in the back of the net, bro. That's your job. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Simple as same that. Thing with, same thing with Edison. With Edison, bro. He makes a lot... He's not... As refined as a goalkeeper as Allison. Mm. No, you got fun. fair points. You got fair points. Everyone, it's each to their own, really, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Because if I'm correct, they always swap between you know who goes number one for Brazil and all that. I think the last set of games didn't. I think I think Allison played Alison last right? set game. Yeah, Allison played last set of games. Yeah. When it comes to the big comps and that, like well, especially the last World Cup, it was both. Mm. It was it, it was Allison still. I hear you on that one. Oh yeah, let's talk about how West Ham managed to throw away a two-goal lead. Then, um, what I saw a change in the second half from City was the fact that they started playing inverted fullbacks, which is quite wild. But I thought Pep's theory behind that was to try and get more numbers in and around the box to put crosses in. West Ham are not a bad team at dealing with crosses, but they seem to struggle um, with the second phase, not even the first phase, in terms of the ball coming back out to the edge of the box. And you know, City's strength and power came through in the end um, and the first goal you know came quite quickly after the halftime break from you know JG uh, would I say he was the brightest spark of City no he was one of but not the brightest because uh, you had you know people like Mares, etc trying to do their thing uh, to get them back into the game but um, Jack, Jack Grealish's goal you know a little bit of deflection on the way in but good technique nevertheless he's got to be in that place to, to kind of score it um, and West Ham didn't really have an outlet because every time you'd see Antonio get the ball he's trying to drop on the floor to get an early foul and the ref wasn't buying it or they'll play one pass out and then he'll be sworn by two or three players so do you think Moyes let, let himself down there by not adapting to what the game was showing him a bit earlier hold on bro man's just checking now this Pep guy made no subs again Mm. He, he does he does stuff like that I'm not going to lie mm. not, I'm not surprised anymore mm. Manad Gundo Phil Foden Raheem all on the bench mm. Mm. anyway <laughs> so for me I think it played out in two different styles bro. I think the first half was evident basically you got Moyes on his style I think I explained it before and Pep with his style see with the Pep style in cities if you're playing high up the field if you're Putting if you're uh, committing so much men forward, that type of 
obviously that's that's his tactic. That's how he plays. Yeah. You see when it's not going for you, your players are not moving the ball quick enough. Not getting into right positions is just comfortable moving it across from left back to right back, just passing it through centre back. There's there's no rhythm in the in the play. When that breaks down, and then the other team plays on that counter attacking style and push for it, players forward, mm. that first half is going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. See, so then look at it, and West Ham how they play are going to exploit that when, once they get the ball because. You're now playing, your two centre-backs are now basically on the halfway line, maybe even a bit forward. And you're losing the ball now. And then you've got the likes of Antonio and Jared Bowen exploiting that space that you've left him behind. It's pretty simple mm. to get. And then the second half, to me, was now the other the other side of Moises' game where he now goes 2-0 up and he, he holds what he has. And then you have the City part where, as I just said, where obviously playing higher at the pitch, moving the ball. Now, when they do move the ball faster, that now happens. Now, when you said, oh, see, West Ham couldn't get out and da-da-da-da-da. That's how City play with certain teams and that's how it is from five minutes in. When mm. it's on form and it's, everything's flowing nicely, certain teams can't move out from the first five minutes of the game. You get it? Yeah. And that's just, that's just what the second half was. They start obviously West Ham still had chances and that like throughout I think throughout the whole night City looked pretty poor defensively in my eyes. But in terms of with the ball, yeah, the second half was just how it is, bro. Like especially as I say, especially against a Moist team where they're they're 2-0 up against a better team, they're not gonna go and try to get the third and fourth, which mm. they should to be honest, but they're not gonna show really that expansive nature. This is, they're gonna try to defend them. If you get the first goal, they're going to drop 10 yards deep. Mm. They get the second goal, they're going to drop another. Do you get? And then more often than not, we've seen it how much times, bro. We've seen it with other teams that they get the third and they win the game. And probably they should have won the game. And Morris, Morris uh, missed the penalty and that. But we see it bare times, you get me? That type of football against the other type of football. And obviously, that's why we love that's why we love the game. And that. don't have a man like Klopp trying to shit on the next man's thing. With, with Conte and that everyone should just play like him, yeah. Fucking well, but he's when he dropped that, I was baffled because I'm just like, what do you want everyone to lose 6 0 games? Yeah. that way? I, I hate, I hate man, because like I never see him chat shit about Burnley. But the wickedest thing is, it wasn't even that bad though. I've seen, yeah, we've seen, we've seen uh, better teams probably play worse than that Tottenham team. Do you get? Yeah, if it's a nil-nil, certain times, fair enough. Man, don't show. It was one-one, bro, and they had a couple opportunities where they probably could have won the game. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? But he's there trying to chat shit about a next man style. Like, love it. Bro. Pattern up your thing better. Fucking <laughs> hell, man. You know, like that. I hate when man do that, like, because you're like you're playing man. You got you're playing man like Henderson and that. Like, pattern up, bro. Pattern up your you gotta thing be better. real about. You gotta be a realist, and he felt to be a realist in the fact that not everyone's gonna be expansive against CG. Well, I know you're trying to win the league and that will try and get close to it, but but you think Tottenham's just gonna turn up and that same team uh, open. That same team he watched like a lot of us go to City and beat them three two cuz. Mm-hmm. We'll see what 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 I'm to him. Anyway, fuck them mutes, isn't it? But yeah, um yeah, but I think that was just an example of two different styles and mm. when it works in both sides and both halves, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, how the con how the contrast plays out. 
It was a good, it was a decent game though. But yo, we have to chat about Sam, bro. We have to chat about Sam. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's man, hear it. man gets away with it, bro. Carrot top, he gets away with it, G. I won't lie, I missed the first goal. Like properly, like I was doing other things in it. But I sat down from about forty minutes, thirty-five minutes, and I was proper watching the game. And brother, this guy was just having a vibe out. Just a vibe out, and he's done it bare times. Yeah, he's had those kind of games, man. Bare times, and no one mentions a word. No is it because he scored four? He's like, you know what? I could do what I want. Not not mentality like, wise, but like, I felt like, like that if I have a bad when game, was, no one cares because I got four the other day. When I was watching it, I was thinking, right, he got his four goals the other day and said, y'all be safe, innit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he just said, y'all be safe. I got my four the other day. Mm. You, man, have to do something now. It's, he's he giving me James Harden vibe. vibe out. It's giving me James Harden vibe uh, in terms of like, oh, I drop yeah, a, yeah, I drop yeah. a 40 or 50 one night. It's all cool. Because the next three, four nights, I'm not going to drop that much. So it's calm. It's something, bro. As I said, he's just he was having a vibe out. He was doing niche. Absolutely nothing, bro. I'm watching him. I'm thinking, all right, cool. I'm seeing Bernardo getting the ball. I'm seeing Jack getting the ball. Jesus doing something. You get me? Mm. I'm just watching him. And he's just waiting in that corridor between the left uh, centre-back and the right. I mean, and the left-back. Doing niche, bro. You think yeah, the kind of game that they, they changed the second half didn't allow him to get on the ball? I'm, I'm not being a defender nah, of him, but I'm just saying, because it was nah. mostly spent in the times of the wide areas, Mares, Zinchenko, Grealish. Um, do you think the game didn't allow him to get on the ball? I know you made reference to Bernardo Silva getting on the ball, but because of the areas he tried to pick up, do you think this type of game did not suit him? He would probably have been a Gundogan type of game. Maybe, but because he's a bit more like he moves much more Gundogan than KDB, if that makes sense. In terms of like he doesn't just float be. into one area, he just he's he's busy, he's much more busier. Yeah, he supports he if you're talking like that, he will support the striker a bit. Yes, more. So yes, yes, definitely. But the thing is, we've seen bro, we just cut four goals the other day. So we he can do it. Let's have it right. Do you get mm. me? But yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe you're saying it maybe the game, maybe this one's saying he's out there on the pitch and Obviously, as you know, football like they can feel certain things in it. Mm. So even certain times when maybe like the star of the team may come off, certain times not say they understand it, they will probably feel like the goal's always in them and they can do certain things. But they may know, right? This game, if nothing was going for me, I couldn't get in certain areas, and they can feel the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is, bro. This is this is squeaky bum time. No fire. Like you got to show up. And for me, I don't see why he wasn't on the penalty, bro. Why was he on the penalty? Mm. Why was, why was, this is kind of separate, but why was Mason Mount the seventh penalty take yesterday? What's going on? That man, a man running from the moment, low key. Because mm. why, why did he, because from, from, Mara's already has, has, has a, I won't say a stinker, but he's already missed one kind of pressure penalty. Mm. You scored four the other day. Give me that fucking ball, bro. You're the best <laughs> player on the team. <laughs> that is facts. You know what man take? Oh, look, he's he, he's the face of the franchise. Mm. We're gonna take it to American and basketball saying that you're the head. Of, you're the face of the franchise. You take that ball and say, "Give me that ball, bro. I'm gonna slap it." Now, obviously, I don't know who's, I don't know City's takers, and do you know what I'm saying? Maybe a City fan they know. Oh, oh yeah, Maris is the take. Ah, right, cool. I don't know, but. Yeah, It'd be interesting to see if they change money taken now because I don't know if it's like one missing and the next person in the line takes it. I don't know how it works. I won't lie, I feel like I've seen 
every single player this season take a penalty for Man City, bro. Actually, how much man are taking a penalty for them this season? They, they can't get it right. I've seen Gundogan take one. I've seen Bernardo, KDB, mm. Raheem, Jesus. Bear man just taking bare pennies for them, bro. So I don't know, but for me, he's got to take that. Because it was sometimes you see like whoever wins the penalty take it. Yeah. It was on Jesus. I've seen Jesus take one, so maybe he, but it's, it was clearly uh, whoever's got a choice. There's an interesting process that they should. Um, you, you, if you're KDB, if I'm KDB, you got to take that penny. Bro. Yeah, 100%. And slap it away, bro. Uh, you know, vice, vice captain or whatever it is, leader of the team, most oh. vocal. Yeah. Well, you hope. I don't I don't know if he's that vocal. But I see him moaning a lot. I don't know if he's vocal. But... Yeah, you'd, you'd hope. You'd hope he would be, but yeah. Let it's, me, it's let me talk. Let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad for that stuff. <laughs> you remember that video? Yeah. But in all lessons, though, I mean, credit to Man City for coming back, making it 2 2. You know, that is what people that are going for titles can do, can turn up the screws when they need to. They could have even won it as he's referenced to Mahrez's penalty, but you know, West Ham end up just hanging on in the end. And they still have a chance of taking sixth position, by the way. If if Manchester United lose on a side note to Palace and they beat Brighton, they could be six and Manchester United could be seventh. So that's another little incentive for them to kind of play well in the last game of the season on Sunday coming up. Mm. But, um, let's let's quickly talk about West Ham then in terms of you know how his season's gone. You know, semi-finals of the Europa competition, um, an okay cup run from both sides, not really great. Okay. Um, what does Moyes have to do next season? Does he have to win a cup competition or just keep producing the numbers he's doing, finishing in the top five, six, seventh position, try and go far in these cup competitions? What, what does he need to do to, to push West Ham onto the next level or is this where their level is at? Uh, to echo what you said, I feel it's been a good season, like semi-finals and the Europa. They had a chance of getting to the final as well, but I think... Certain man kind of let them down getting sent off and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I thought they had a chance. But um, yeah, I don't know how they've done the other cuts. I can't remember. But yeah, they've done they've done pretty well, bro. Like I feel like as a lot of these teams that we kind of saw from back in the day as well that were kind of like these good midish teams, I feel like they kind of missed the trick in terms of yeah, the just the um the Premier League uh, position was accepted, mm. and it was not not made a fuss about. But it was like, oh yeah, how well they've done in coming wherever they've come. Obviously, above where they probably expected to come, which is good. But I feel like if they were able to grab an FA Cup or grab a Carabao Cup, it would put some proper sheen on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I feel like if he was maybe next season, maybe if we got to a final FA Cup, it may be enough, but maybe grab a little Carabao Cup. The thing is, it may not be as easy for them in it because the squad is pretty small and maybe not the amount of funds. And obviously when you weigh it up, obviously Premier League survival is always better than these cups. But if you can have a little cup run and then sneak a win in the final, whatever, I feel like it puts some proper sheen on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So if you can probably do that next season, then that'll probably top it off still. 
And they say uh, they're, they're not shot in Declarice this season anyway, so... Yeah, they want mad peace for him, so, yeah, that'd be interesting. That's crazy, you know, but <laughs> I, hear I, I hear it from this. Yeah, but apparently there's speculation that he doesn't want to sign a new contract. There's a lot of things been said by that's different the, outlets. That's the, that's the thing, because with him, you can... He, he, every time he talks in that, yeah, you can hear that he's an ambitious youth. Bro. Yeah, so, yeah. He's trying to be at the top. Not even... Yeah, he's trying to be at the top. He's trying to be in the conversation of winning certain things. You know what mm. I'm saying? And with all due respect, where some ain't really going to be there. Like, True. So. Yeah. He's got to pass on the gauntlet to someone else, man. Because uh, the players around him are not going to improve to that level that he's thinking of, if, if we're being honest. Especially because yeah, the budget that West Ham got. And, yeah. yeah, he. I don't know. He, he's, pretty, he's still young, but... Yeah, as I say, yeah, you, you hear him. He wants to play Champions League football. He wants to be where Liverpool and City are this mm-hmm. time of the season. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I don't know. That's the thing. It'll be interesting because I know he loves the club, and I don't think he'll do like what Kane will. I don't think he'll do the Kane shit. But I hope they don't try like I won't say put a muzzle on him, but try silence him with like mm. contract. And oh yeah, you can't go nowhere. Like if he stands a contract extension, I don't think there's anything wrong because I feel like he loves the club and that. But I feel like they should be they should like let him go if he wants. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If a right bid comes in, I don't like I don't yeah, that's it. I don't want them to outprice him. Talk about 160 and want like that's too much, bro. Like let man go for a respectable fee. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Whatever it is, but not no stupid fee trying to press man out on that car. Yeah, man, car. As I say, he's an, he's an ambitious shoot and with all due respect, West Ham ain't going to be Champions League finals and Champions League anything, really, mm-hmm. truly. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's fair. It's true. But, you know, if you watch this space, we'll see what happens in, in the future with him. Uh, just yeah. the last little word. I know we spoke about him last, last week, but Sterling, you know, played well uh, midweek, if I'm not correct. Um, did what he had to do, even got on the score sheet. The week before that, played decent as well, but didn't really make it into this game. And you know, as we said earlier, Pep didn't make any subs. So, uh, what do you have to do? Leave, have a chat with Pep. What does he have to do? I think that chat with Pep thing, I think that boat is has truly sold. Mm. But he's got a cut, but it's just about where he goes, isn't it? Mm. Talk about where he goes. I'll be quite excited to see him go overseas. I think mm-hmm. that'd be nice for him. I feel like a lot of men need to. I feel like a, a lot of the younger players do it, but uh, it's a bit different, isn't it? I can say it all I want now, but obviously in reality and maybe the deals that D man have set up in place and that may not make it so easy for them to kind of move abroad. But I'd mm-hmm. like to see a lot more English youths, maybe not, yeah, in their prime a bit. Kind of go overseas and test the waters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wouldn't like. I think. Yeah, I think I think Raheem could probably hang at Madrid or Barca. Mm. I'm told, I think he can have you know in terms of like men mentality wise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Facts. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about I don't, I don't, the Bundesliga yeah. and that. We're talking about like yeah, the Spanish league or if at a push, maybe maybe Syria. Ah. Because it's, it's it's slowly improving. There is a few more teams competing. No, but man can man could go Bundesliga and play and do the buying thing. Because I just feel like you just maybe go in for it at the flipping what do you call it, the Champions League. 
Mm. Obviously, the, obviously, we talk about the the um the level maybe a bit lower, but man can get the accolades and all that. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. And you're gonna make it. You're gonna breeze through the flipping the early rounds of the the champs more than likely. And you know what I'm saying? You're gonna rack up a couple of trophies and because all it, all, all it is like you're building up your CV. Not even CV, but you see when you end your career and you look down and you've got medals and the, that's all man's gonna talk about. Man ain't gonna mm. talk about rah the Germany shit. Man's gonna say rah you. You went there for how many seasons and you won the league every year? Yeah, true. That's a, you got, you got four yeah. German. You got four German titles under your belt. Under your belt, you're chilling, and you're probably gonna grab a couple cups in that. Mm. You're chilling, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, what he might do it next season mm. when they get Haaland, but is he really gonna be playing if Haaland's dead? Because with him and Pep and all that shit. Because you think they they ain't win the Champions League this season. So you go Bayern, they do little one-two moves and. I might get to the finals next year. You never know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be mad at him if he was to go Bayern and all that. I feel that would be a pretty, pretty decent move for him still. Mm. In my eyes, anyway. Watch this space, you know? Could move somewhere uh, that people don't expect. So watch this space. Yeah. Or he might even stay yeah. and say, you know what? A couple of other people are going the other way. So why not stay and try and hang? But you never know. Mentality-wise, um, but if you've, if you've won everything you need to win at City, you know, you might just want a new challenge, as you're saying, right? So I, go, I and be, go, go and be a, the dynasty of somewhere else for the next two, three years, really. Yeah, when you, if I'm looking at I'm looking at the manager, and my man, like, the thing is, I feel like he's played more games than we probably think. Mm. But because we probably noticed the games he's not playing. True. Like, for instance, like we just started the last game. How especially in ro- rotation teams in nowadays and you've got so much attacking players, it's not rare for... You probably played the last two games, right? Yeah, uh, bar this one. Yeah. You get me? So if you look at it like that, it's like, right, he's played the last two games, he didn't play today. Fair enough. But in terms of like matches where you don't make a sub, you're not playing, but he don't even bring you on. All of those kind of things, it's a bit like, yeah... And he's so eager to get Haaland. You've got you got Grealish for 100 mil. Obviously, but maybe Jesus might be leaving, but I'll be looking at that raw. Obviously, man know there's friction there. So it's just, yeah, I feel man should just leave. Yeah, facts. I wouldn't disagree with that. <clears throat> All right. And let's talk about um Everton Brentford to finish off. It has a lot of implications at the bottom of the league. Whereas Leeds, Burnley and Everton are on a little mini table to see who finishes in the last relegation spot. Oh, what, we just Ray Charles in the FA Cup? Oh, you forgot. Yeah. Obviously, man, yeah, we both didn't, to be fair. We both <laughs> didn't really see it. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm happy to to give a little side note to it at the end. No, obviously, I'm just saying. I didn't really think it was a, a great spectacle, even though people... Say it was. I didn't think it was a great spectacle, mm. but we'll, we'll, we'll um, rewind on that in a minute because um, I really think this this little mini table at the bottom is, is getting really interesting. As you know, see this is where you kill points. me, bro. This is where you kill me. Sorry to cut you again. Mm. This is where you kill me because I don't give a flying fuck about <laughs> you, this. Is where you kill me, bro. Because I couldn't give a fuck about these youths. Trust me. But go on, do your thing, Rasta. Go on, go on, true. Go on, true. All right, okay, basically looking at it now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Burnley are currently in the 18th spot, which is the last one, yeah. They're one point away from Leeds, two point away from Everton. Everton dropped points today. Burnley lost. 
and Leeds obviously, you know, managed to claim a point last minute, apparently I heard. Um, looking at that complex, Everton and Burnley play midweek. Who is in the most trouble in terms of not staying in the Prem next season? Is it Burnley or Leeds? I don't think Everton's in trouble. I still stick by that. But out of Burnley and Leeds, who do you think is in the most trouble? Uh, maybe Leeds because them have enough people injured and suspended, isn't it? Mm. So they're kind of like they can't. They they're probably struggling to play their best eleven. Right, I mean, I think Burnley can. Yeah, let, let's put it into context. They got Come Brentford on. away on Sunday. Leeds. Leeds. Yeah, Burnley have Villa midweek. Then they have. Newcastle at home to finish off. Everton mm. have Palace at home, followed by Arsenal away. Well, I know for a fact Burnley will probably beat Villa because he's gonna Gerard is gonna rest all the Villa players for, for that little one. <laughs> he's scummy that, that. For, for that Man City game on Sunday. I know that for a fact. He might even come out of retirement to play that. Yo, you're not wrong there still. He might. He's trying to run it back like his West Ham 06 FA Cup final. You know the way that man played with cramp, he's going to lick on 30 bins. I mean, from 30 yards, top bins. The thing is, he's got nothing to play for. So, yeah, him playing Burnley mid. mid, I think he might want to beat Burnley, but he wouldn't care because he's beat them already. He just wants to beat City, bro, and give Liverpool a chance because I think Liverpool are playing Southampton, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you know know a young 9 0 is coming. You know, you know, you know they're gonna dunk, he's gonna dunk on German to German. You know they made a Bro, nah, German nah. to German. I mean, obviously, even Liverpool got Southampton midweek, and then they got um, Wolves at home to finish off. So yeah, that last game of the season, as you said, Gerard will probably want to do one over on him, um, on Pep, and play his strongest. I wouldn't be surprised if he played some youngsters against Burnley midweek. But yeah, would he be you, would he be man. done for not match fiction? But would he be done for not fielding the strongest team possible? Because say he just mixes up his team and then they're thinking, you know what? I want my strongest players to play on the weekend. Uh, do you think he'll get fined if he does that? Because you see it in terms of like when they do the FA Cup moaning, isn't it? And like, oh, well, man's the FA Cup this week and then you expect me to play three days later in the Prem and like a couple people moan about those things. So I always think to myself, if he goes and plays a weak team against Burnley because he's already beaten them, that gives Burnley an unfair advantage because Leeds... Oh, you're talking the others. The yeah, other, the other, other way around oh. as well, yeah. So, like, yeah, does he get fined in that sense? But man can just talk about, yo, man were injured, man had nickels, I didn't want to risk them. Mm. I don't know, man. There's ways of man beat us in case. Arsenal did with... The Tottenham thing, they they produce the fake positive things. I don't know. Man. Mm, and man yeah. bus case all the time. Man. I just think that the last weekend needs to be a spectacle, doesn't it? And if you have your best team then, no one really cares about what happened the week before. But well, maybe, maybe Leeds and Everton have something to say. Because remember they have a game in hand. And that's their game in hand. And you're for, you're for, you're playing a weak side. So you're not giving everyone else a chance at the bottom to see if you're gonna get the dubs. Because they beat them, I was it three two or three one? Like last weekend or two weekends ago, because they played them quite in quick succession, um, and they dealt with them differently. But I think they're missing Tarkowski and is it Ben Me? 
they got two of their best centre backs out. So when they played Tottenham at lunchtime earlier, they had a, a an, an indifferent centre back partnership. They, they, you know, they dealt well mm. with it, but um, it's not them. So they can't play their best eleven either. They got injuries as well. Uh, maybe I don't know, man. Maybe Burnley are in the worst because they're there now. And Leeds, as I said, points on the board. Mm. I don't know, man. They both can't lie. They both can fuck off all I care, bro. I can't don't care who you guys down or not. All I see is Ben James playing in his natural habitat championship, and I see Rafina there for a cut price. That's all I see. <laughs> That's all I see Cash That's money. Cash money, bro. That's all I see, bro. No, that's fair, man. But I mean, um, let's talk about Everton. Unfortunate for Frank, uh, in many senses. These are my unfortunate. Frank These are my yeah. unfortunate because not many times do you see in a game that you get two red cards, bro. That's why I make the fun. Yeah. Unfortunate. Man said unfortunate. What's that run done you then, bro? He's a yeah, big I man don't know if I don't know if him. He's a spang, bro. Yeah. But I mean, the first one obviously is. Through on goal, isn't he? Let's let's talk about the young boy Jared Braithwaite. Through on goal, he's got caught. If we're being honest, inexperience. Even though you could say, you know what, he's been in and around that environment for so long now, he shouldn't be getting caught. But the best forwards in in the kind of league think about the ball's dropped to their man. I'm gone because I know mm. he's hooking it, and that's the split decision where he's been lacking, and he's got caught out on. Um, so yeah, it's a tough lesson for him to learn so early in the game because. Referees slightly could have thought, you know what, he's not getting there. Maybe give him a yellow, but you know, rules are rules. Um, in the laws of the game, that is a red card because if he does get past him and gets onto that ball, he's probably going to get a good shot off on goal. So yeah, not the best start for Frank, but his team held their nerve. They got it back and they went up two times actually, didn't they? Um, but they just couldn't hold out. Um, and that second red just killed the momentum of everything that he was trying to hold on for. A point would have been decent at that stage. Losing a man, playing with 10 for most of the game, you say, yeah, having a point yeah, but they, they conceded the third straight after the second, though. Yeah, that's the thing. So they went to 2-2 they went to two, two, and then mm. I don't hold know up. if it was a minute, it was maybe two minutes Rico Henry got in mm. at the back post. So. And, and um, credit to, you've got to give credit to the other Frank, uh, Thomas Frank, uh, because his second half gameplay was... Um, you know, what Brentford needed to kind of control times in the game. And when you've got a man like Ericsson in the midfield, there's just so much calm and finesse in there at times. And he mm. just pulls strings and just looks so good for them. And what I've seen the difference since he's played for them, they've managed to get through games where maybe they've been under the cosh a bit and come out the other side with a positive result, whether it be a point or three points in this case. So I hope for... Thomas Frank, he keeps Ericsson in and around there and says, you know what, we're just going to add one or two pieces to this. Um, you know what, I think, unfortunately for him, I think the, the level that Ericsson's playing at is kind of not worked in their favour because I think he's going to have a lot of men calling his agent or mm. calling them up, trying to say, yo, can you come around these sides? Because Ericsson's still showing that, yo, he ain't missed the trick. I don't know. It was kind of weird at Inter with him and Conte, whatever the case may be. But he's come back and he's back to Ericsson of Tottenham. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's he looking like he missed a step. So I feel like uh, if no one's in for him, I think it's crazy. I feel like a lot of clubs probably should be shouting his agent saying, yo, you know what I'm saying? We've got something around these ways for you. So Does he go? You reckon? Uh, 
Yeah, if he's probably getting offered more money and man can because nothing is to say Brentford don't get relegated next season, bro. So mm. if he's probably I don't know if he's at a champion if a champion if I don't know how Chelsea's thing is, but if they're losing certain man, they probably be might be in for him. Uh United maybe. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Maybe even City a look. It's a free transfer, bro. Yeah. So just paying wages and signing on fee and all that. Yeah, but if you're looking at Champions League level clubs, maybe even Europa League, maybe even overseas again, I don't know what he how he feels, but you know what I'm saying? These are clubs that are playing Champions League football that can pay you big money. Why not? Mm. Why not, bro? Mm, so that's probably one of the biggest things you'll have to try and sort out before anything. I'm sure we'll be having conversations in the next week or two about that. Um, if not already, we'll probably wait till the things die down. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about Everton, Richarlison is coming up with goals here and there to keep their premiership status alive. Iwobi sort of trying to play, you know, the levels that people anticipate him to play at when he was supposed to be at Arsenal. Obviously still nowhere near what people would want at a top six, seven level, but he's starting to show, you know, flashes of what he can do. I mean, what is... Frank Lampard have to do in order to get his team off this particular shaky finish of the game and go to the next two and say, you know what, lads, we still got a chance. Palace, Arsenal. What does he have to say to that dressing room? Oh, God knows. I guess <laughs> God knows. What do you think? For me, he just got to say, you know what, we have this extra game in a quick succession. That's the positive. And we got to get ourselves off the ground three days and go again. I mean, Palace at home is their last chance, I would say, because I, t- I don't know about Arsenal away. Depends how Arsenal are after their Newcastle game as well. That's the difference. If Arsenal don't get anything at Newcastle, then you could say, you know what, they're, they're down at the moment. We can get them on the weekend. But the, the biggest one they've got to try and win is Palace at home. Palace are not really playing for anything. The Vieira fact, obviously, he settled in quite nicely. He'll probably be looking to just finish off with a, maybe six points or, you know, three points or whatever it may be out of six. Mm. I think this is the one where you say, you know what, we're at home. The crowd's going to be buzzing, jumping. I don't think Palace travel well away from home anyway. So that might be another advantage. So getting this three points in the midweek is going to be very vital. That's what I would say to them. We've got to pick ourselves up. I don't know who's going to play at the back because he played Seamus Coleman, didn't he? Uh, and um, Holgate. And I feel like uh, Yerry Mina's injured and someone else is also not fit. So I, just, I don't know how he's going to set up if he's going to go with a back five, um, if he's going to still stay with a 4-3-3, three, three, but just probably put Seamus Coleman there. It'll be interesting to see um, how he sets up. But that's what I'm saying to my team. Lads, it's still in our hands. We are not in the bottom three at the moment. We are just above it. We have the momentum in terms of we've got some big points when no one expected us to. Like, for example, they beat Leicester away. Um, drawing to Watford was an interesting one. I feel like they should have beat them, but, you know, Watford held on. And it was quite a, a kind of a not nothing game, but uh, it fizzled out into, like, you know, minimum chances for both sides. And, you know, Roy Hodgson did his stubborn thing um, of uh, making sure that he got six shots off, but none on target. <laughs> Uh, so yeah Palace is the game for me they got to try and go out there and say boom we're going to get these three points 
Palace are not on a, the best of runs. They're on a, we don't care, we finished in the top, whatever it is. So I think, yeah, they're 12, so they don't really have nothing to play for. They might just say to themselves, you know what, we've got Palace, we've got Everton, we've got Manchester United. They're probably aiming to finish strongly at home, not really care about the away the away one, but we'll see. <clears throat> what, what do you think um, uh, Marsh says to his um, lead side ahead of the last game of the season? Well, you're asking me what my man fucking dressing room speeches, bro. I don't. These men just got to tell men to win, innit? Like, can't tell them nothing else. Just have to win the match, innit? Try your hardest. Oh, hello, fucking mate. <laughs> try, try your hardest. <laughs> try your hardest. Yeah, bro. I don't know what these. I don't know what these men have to tell them, man, bro. Like, yeah. Try your hardest. Don't get sent off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right, Rolls reverse, then. You're in that United change room, last game of the season. What are you telling them, man, to do against Palace? Man, United change room. Yes. I tell them, go home, bro. Fucking <laughs> hell. Go home. Go home, bro. All your, all your contracts are terminated, bro. Yeah. Now, in, with immediate effect, bro. <laughs> Start again. Keep starting a fucking game, mate. That is jokes. I'm not going to lie. What they use, bro. Obviously, I know your your interest is not at the bottom of the table. It's more of the top half of the table and what that will transpire to. But um, Chelsea, Liverpool, will finish off with that. Um, the FA Cup, as I said earlier, before we start talking about Everton and Brentford, I didn't think it was a great spectacle, but other people said it was one of the best games. Um, pundits did, a, did say that as well. Um, the Luis Diaz factor, yeah, he's definitely playing football outside because he, he's um, on the smoke. The, the the kind of old school winger effect that we talked about in previous games where he's played. It's just refreshing, man, to see. And um, I just hope he doesn't have that second season syndrome because obviously he just came for the, f- the last half. So having that full season now and people start to clock his game would be a detriment for me personally because you start to see kind of players do that where they play well firing, such as Bruno um, Gamares as well. Like he had a good half of the season. Then he comes in, has a full through preseason and then he doesn't get going. That's what I wouldn't want to see from Diaz. But somehow I think that won't be the case because of how Liverpool play. Um, they play with width a lot. So he's bound to get, you know, some assists next season. Um, but from your take, Shaq, um, did Chelsea deserve to get anything from it? I know they went out on penalties in the end, but, you know, did they deserve to get anything? Yeah, bro. I don't know. I, I only saw the fucking... Obviously, I was working and shit, so I only saw... The second half of the extra time, but yo, shout shout out Ruben off to his cheat though, bro. Shout shout him man, bro. Man said he got subbed on <laughs> and subbed up in extra time. I've never seen that before. That's a violent. I don't know. Man. I don't feel he didn't look really injured. He might have been injured. I don't know. But I think they bought a yeah. pen taker on though. If yeah. I remember correctly. I don't know, bro, but. You would have take off a next defender or something. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I would have done, personally. But, but we can't be surprised with Tuchel nowadays, man. He does some bizarre stuff in terms of, like, um, playing uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek right wing back. Like, shit like that. Just to yeah, get an extra sir. midfielder in the game. Yeah, so man was saying that he's up there. Not yet for me. But yeah. It's a, it's a weird one, Storm. And the interesting factor is that he bought on Pulisic and Pulisic nearly got a chance to score anyway. 
So, you know. It could happen to anyone. It could, it could happen to anyone. He could have hooked Silva. He could have hooked uh, Trevor Chalabar. Uh, he could have hooked most people, but he decided to hook lost his sheep twice. No, I think Chalabar came off anyway. Mm, yeah. yeah. So like, something. Yeah, you're right. He came off. Aspie came on for him. But Mason Mid and that. You know, you're not having you're it. I wanted to take a penalty, taking it the seventh penalty. Nah, bro. You're one of the best players on the team, bro. Why are you taking a seventh, first seventh penalty? Mm. You got to be in the first five. Have to. Do you think that's just passing on responsibility, bro. passing on the buck? Yeah, of course. You got to take, bro, that's what I'm saying. You got to take the responsibility, G. FA Cup final, you're one of Chelsea's best. Bro, for me, in that attacking, you're most consistent. I wouldn't say Billy, you're the best, but you're the most consistent. You you make you make things happen the most in that front line mm. or attacking sense. Have you got to take a penny, bro? Mm. Seventh, you're letting man like Aspilaqueta take a penny before you. What? <laughs> Fucking hell, bro. That's nah, that's mad. That's running. That's running from the ground. If I ever saw it. And yeah, arguably the people that went before him are not better better strikers on the board than him by miles anyway. If they are, Let's, bro, I've seen this guy hit free kicks. Like he's actually got a good technique on the ball. Mm. That's one thing. I may not be a fan of his game and da 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 but his striking technique and that is up there. It's very interesting that Aspie took the second. He, second, he missed it home. anyway, but still, man, he missed the pen, but still, bro. Mm. For you to go seventh in a in a cup final. Mm. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. For my player anyway, bro. If it could be anyone in United, bro. If it was Bruno, Pogba, Rashford, anyone. If you're taking it seventh, nah. What are you doing? He's in a raid. No, it means that you're pussy. You're running. You're running on <laughs> the ground. Bro, do you think any player there is going to tell him, no, I want to take one before you, Mason? Come on, bro. Mm. That's what I'm saying, that. Like, these men know what it is. So I think that tell that dressing room, was, he's got a decent standard in, in the dressing room. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm. I think he's played well. He's assisted and scored goals for them that they've needed. Do you know what I'm saying? So they, yeah. he says, I'm taking a penalty, whatever number. They're saying, cool. So you could put it down to the fact of what he just said. He's running from it. He's That was running from the ground if I ever saw it, bro. Playing and playing and fucking day, bro. Seriously, <laughs> He ran. Bro, I wasn't sure because I because I watched the second half extra time. I wasn't sure if he was on the pitch. So when he went penalties, I was like, uh, oh what Mason Mount? Oh what did he sub him off? I weren't sure. Bro, but I went onto Sofa score and looked. The guy was I said, nah. He didn't even come up for the sixth one. I said, fuck, you know. Then I see him walk up for the seventh. I said, you pussy. <laughs> running running from it, bro. Running from it. Yeah, because you had Marcus Alonso, Aspie, Reese. Ross Barkley, Georgie. Oh, you let hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's what I started saying to me. He let three defenders take a penalty before him. That's bad. That says a lot about his system as well, though. Too short. Sure. Let's not like let him. I'm not gonna let him off the hook in terms of you rely on your Reese James's Aspies and Marcus Alonso's to take pens before your forward players, midfielders. That's mad. Not saying that if they scored, cool. I'm not going to take that away from them. But that's the production no, that you're relying on is them man there. Yeah, but you see, like when the manager, sometimes it's about who's 
oh yeah, if, if a man don't feel right, a man don't feel right. You get mm. well, if a man feels calm, I hear that. But I'm looking at Mason as an individual, and I hear that you might not feel right, but maybe take the fourth one or something. Do you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. you got to make yourself right because you know when you're looking around you, you're that guy kind of. Do you know what I'm saying? Bro, do you think Henri can go and not take one of the first five penalties for Arsenal? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Or Van Persie, Fabregas, same for United. And You have to be, if you're that guy and you, throughout the season, you've built up, built up that reputation. I hear that, obviously, you're all human and you might not feel well. You might feel nervous. I hear that. But mm. this is a final. You have to find something in you to give you that. Do you know what I'm saying? You have to. That's what separates that separates the boys from the men, bro. Mm-hmm. Let's have it right. Ronaldo might try to do the fifth penalty and he may not take a penalty because man in front of you may have fucked it up. But you know he's never take he's never shying away from a penalty. And obviously yeah. Ronaldo, he's a he's a he's a different breed and mentality monsters and all that shit. But that's what that's what that cream of the crop, that cream, you get me? Them man there, they're not shying away and Letting three fucking fullbacks take a penalty before them, bro. That's nasty. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Tuchel. I know we said it last week and the week before that. Does he have to, now that the ownership is nearly sorted out, does he have to offload enough dead weight? I was speaking to a few people about this in terms of they think that Chelsea's going to have a massive revamp and they're going to obviously, they're losing Christiansen. I believe they're using Aspie to Barca. They're losing Rudiger already to Madrid. They're probably going to see Marcus Alonso through the door because there was a little bit of a passer with him and Tuchel. Don't have to sort it now, but um, he might leave. Did they have to revamp the team and get a whole new midfield and defence and maybe one striker? Ain't got choice. Like, would you swap Lukaku for Lotaro and Martinez? I've been hearing. It's swap deal. That Lotaro, I, I, I like him, but... I don't know how good he is, bro. Mm. Oh, life. I don't. He's not consistent enough for me, so I don't know. You know how this thing. You can't. That's the thing. You can talk about stuff now. When it translates, when it actually happens, yo, he might come and bag twenty-five first season in the Prem. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. It is what it is. But if I'm looking at Syria, R, he's not been consistent. He scores in bursts. He's not that guy to even if they lose. He's got two or he's got one that to rack up 25 goals. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? To drag you out the mud. Yeah, but he's a bit inconsistent for me. But I do like him, don't get twisted. But yeah, I don't know if you'd want to do that. Mm. But they, they spent 100 mil on him, so they're kind of fucked with that, in that situation. Because he's expressed, the <clears throat> I don't know how true this is, but Lukaku's expressed that he wants to leave. Um, they panned his face uh, when the penalty shootout was done. You know, he looked obviously disappointed. But, um, they blew him up. It's just not. It's just not worth. It doesn't work out for him, unfortunately. Um, it's not worked out, and maybe it's the style of the game. It's not too dissimilar to, to Conte. When I say that in terms of like system wise, maybe there's pieces of certain movement that messes him up, or they expect him to do certain different things that obviously Conte didn't ask him for. Fine, but um, yeah, he's just not really hit the ground running, man. Um, does he give himself another season or he's just like, you know, I want to go back? I don't know. Um, that's another thing to talk about. Some people are saying that Ziyech will probably go. Um, I think they might rid Pulisic. So there's a lot of pieces to be moved around. I don't know if you, the thing is to move around six or seven, though. 
because that then gives you your whole preseason to then have to embed players instead of just keeping the fixed amount there and then adding in two or three. So it's going to be very interesting what he decides to do, Tusha, because I, I know he will like the way he went out of Champions League. I know he will not, not like the way he finished so far behind City and Liverpool um, and dragged back into that top four conversation. So there's a lot. He's lost, what, two finals? Carabao and... Um, no, I lied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carabao, two yeah? finals. Yeah, Carabao and, and FA Cup, right? Yeah, same way. It was a penalty. Mm. And it's like, tactically, he's not been bad against those two teams when they played in the final because... He's not bad at navigating one-off games, from what I've seen. Obviously, in his track record in Champions League, etc. He's not bad at navigating one-off games, but again, he's gone out to pens and he must be kicking himself in terms of like those defi- decisive moments that when these players are through on goal, they're not slapping it. They're not putting it in the back of the net. So I'm sure he'll speak to the board about getting that serial killer to just finish off those moves or serial mm-hmm. midfielder. The man and his team are just not good, that good, and that's just what it is, bro. All the ZHs, the Pulisic, even a bit of Havertz, like, man gave him a bit of ratings and that, but the man just not not levels, in it? I think if he plays with a, stri- a striker that's a smoker, he would actually actually see the best of him, Kai Havertz. Maybe, but as because I'm, saying, I'm not... I'm not, put, him, not trying to put him next league. to, like... Um, by Leverkusen performances, but he had a serial striker that he was playing in and around and wide men that were doing bits as well. So you're forgetting about Bundesliga Tav? Mm, of course. But I mean, just people that he played around. Like, he, he got, he had, he stood the best of him. And that's why I think he got for that fee. As I'm saying, but man's not seeing nothing. Fuck, you know, did you see that? Fuck, you know, that. Yeah, I didn't see nothing crazy. It's just stuff I should be seeing if man's spending that spending that money. Man got bent. Man got bought for what was it? Hundred mil all in. Probably. I should be seeing. I should be seeing some Lewis Diaz some shit, bro. Hmm. I should be seeing some some crazy stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? You're taking the game. You're going at all all of this different type of thing. I ain't seeing that, bro. I'm just seeing decent things here and there. It's not. Hmm. It's not good enough, really and truly. Obviously, there's stuff to be worked on. Man's young and all of these things there, but I'm just talking as of today, isn't it? Yeah. Enough. We're not getting no great shit from these men. This is the load of mid fam. They're having a mid off. Big fact. End on that note. You know what I mean? They're having a mid off. I mean, <clears throat> you looking forward to this week's games then? And the final end of the season? If Pep fucks this up, uh, uh, I'm 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 going see I'm going Manchester. Bro. I'm going Manny, bro. Pull it up, pull it up. Wherever them men are, bro, I'm pulling up. Dude. If they if he fucks this up, oh man, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. He's got that uh, gene in the minute. He's got that gene, bro. But not in the league though. Not in the league. As I, I've said, he's a 38 game. He knows Yeah, you've been screaming that, no lie. Yeah. He knows in the cups, I'm not surprised. You get me? That FA Cup semi-final, he mailed it in with that team against Liverpool. Champions League, we've seen it many times. But in the league, man can always rely on him to, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Do the damn thing. Anyhow, he fucks this shit up, bro. Yeah. Me and him. Me and him. <laughs> you know the way that <laughs> you know when your mom gives you yeah, yeah. I tell you, anyhow, me and you. Me, hey. Anyhow, me and him, 
Yeah, man, no, me and him, bro. Me and Let's him. Go. <clears throat> For me, I think um, it all rides on the Arsenal game tomorrow night, personally. Uh, that will shape up the Tottenham Arsenal last day of the season. Um, and if Liverpool beat Southampton, that shapes up the final day of the season for you know the top two clash. That's it, really. Um, bottom half speaks for itself. We already had a conversation about that, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. <clears throat> Any last words before we wrap this one up for the week? No, just let me know how you watch the game at, at DLT when you're there. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the phone <laughs> open still. I'll have the phone open. Mm-hmm. Vibes, fun vibes for different reasons, I'm sure. But I hear you, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, nasty. you're nasty, you're nasty. I hear you're that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people, this is football from the bleachers, man. We've got one more week and then we kick you off with a special, special, special one after that, wrapping up the season, as you know, a Premier League wrap up. So let's say we've got two more episodes for the season. Till then, this is Football from the Bleachers. I'm Rymo. We've got Shaq in the building. We out. Peace. Let me tell you things about my life. Let me tell you things about my life. No checking on phones, no new uploads before I hit the roads. The liquor room.